Nachos amigos and welcome to Halijuku, a podcast about East Asian pop culture with a couple guys that are super into it and are ready to guide you on your journey, kind of, a little bit. Uh, I'm Petey Ravery, man with no plan. He with me is my tag team partner, my right hand man to left, my left hand side, the one, the only, Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? Right, exceptionally well, or some facsimile of those words together. I need to fix my camera. Nope, nope, nope. Yep. All right, it's good enough. Good enough. Good enough. Plan for audio anyway. Video's dumb. Yes. Uh, (laughs) we're here to talk about East Asian pop culture. Talk about the things that are going on, and of course, we start off every episode talking about what's new, what's caught our attention since we last gathered. Uh, Kaz, what, what's new? Yeah. What, what's caught your attention? Um, literally only two things caught my attention. Um, it's the new BTS song and this song that I will talk about first by a producer called Some Death, uh, featuring Loco and a young up and coming Korean R&B artist named Bravo. It's just like kind of a fun summer love ditty not not really like a ballad or anything it's just like a really chill song um and other than that i didn't really know how else to describe it i was just like just a really dope song featuring loco yeah it's one of those you know loco chill hip-hop songs you know it's like uh where he just raps about a, a chick that he likes yeah <laughs> like uh and then you know it, and it's fun and it and it's 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 uh low-key and it's uh it's perfect for for playing at the cafe you know when you want to yeah at the cool at the cool cafe that plays like the hip-hop tracks <laughs> there, there was a good moment where i like i i i hard thought and i was like was this just a song that I missed, and was it a commercial for a, for One Plus One? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and then I listened to it, and like I was literally expecting to see a phone, like yeah, in the, in this commercial the whole time, and and there wasn't, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. I was like, damn, y'all y'all missed a y'all missed a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Could have got that ad money. Yeah, um, um, but yeah, no, no, it's a uh, it's just a pretty dope local song, and I and production is good yeah and it's like uh one of those uh they actually flew out to another another country aka la <laughs> like, yeah they flew out to la it's where, it's where everyone it's goes yeah uh you know it's a direct flight and it's a fun place to film that doesn't look like every place in seoul that everybody has already filmed 30 music videos mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot more places to film 30 more music videos in. Yeah. It, it, the destinations are you do something in Seoul, 
or or some other part of Korea that everyone else has done, you oddly go to Japan, go to LA, or if you can afford it, you go to New York. Yeah, pretty much. Again, another direct flight. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So second one is the biggest one. Uh, BTS Idol. Uh, kind of a song I, I I was hearing a lot of buzz about. Um, in the in the on the interwebs from the from the bts fans and everything of the such um that was like yo this is the banger this is the banger coming out from bts um it definitely is set up like an anthem um it it definitely has like this anthem feel but i like it i don't don't, know because i don't want the army coming after me i like it I just don't think your hype was well placed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think there's a lot to like about it uh, musically, and there's a lot to like in in kind of the personality and the fact it's kind of crazy. I think the chorus could be a lot better. The hook, you know, the mm-hmm. hook could be a lot better. Uh, it will. It kind of just went. It kind of would just went all over the place a little bit. Uh, the kind of like keying into like the South African elements was nice. I think that worked. Uh, but I think it, I think it was a little bit un like I I, I it almost felt like it didn't find its footing necessarily. Yeah, like it kind of just like kind of just like was pedaling its wheels, but not quite like hitting traction uh yeah like like i said it's definitely set up like an anthem right it 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 does a lot of those things very much like an anthem but i think the idea was let's make an anthem you know what i mean i don't don't think it was like a song that they were working on and then it was like oh shit this could this could be an anthem I think it was like the intention of like, yo, let's make an anthem. Like, 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 let's make like a fucking just a shit you hear, you turn it up, you know, louder. Like, did it, like, cause it, it has that appeal. Like, this is definitely a song I feel like if you're listening to the album when this one comes on, you crank it up a little bit more. And I feel like you hit that piece of it. But like, I just feel like it could have had just like, that little bit more that would have pushed it over the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to blow up. It, it's already blowing up and it's got 45 yeah. million views and it's number one on trending. So, yeah, it's going to continue their success. And I think that's fine. But plus, uh, I'm looking... F- the, the key thing is this is nice, but the main thing I'm looking forward to is listening, is sitting down and listening to... Uh, uh, to answer to uh, love yourself answer, uh, the mm-hmm. full repackage album, um, yeah, I won't kind of give myself a moment to kind of sit down and just like ingest it. Uh, I uh, I should be getting the physical soon from Amazon. I think I saw it come into the store the other day. Yeah, it released. Uh, and I think they were want they Amazon probably wanted to ship it yesterday, but um, I may not have had the funds in my bank account, so 
I had to like re- <laughs> so they'll have to ship it today and they'll probably get here sometime next week. Yeah. Uh but that's fine. That's fine. It's not it's not I'm not in a hurry to get the, the physical. I have it on Spotify. I can always stream it there in the meantime. Um uh I'll and I'll show it off on the ep- next episode probably. Uh but yeah, I'm I've also other side thing, they did a interesting kind of like a uh, thing that happened out of all this is that they did a collaboration on a version of Idol with Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Which has kind of like gotten a lot of back and forth. It's it's okay, I guess. Kind of, whatever. It's almost kind of feels like I listened to it. I haven't listened to the whole album, but I listened to that track. Eh. It's alright. It's a little unnecessary. Uh, it almost feels like it just is, exists for the sake of saying they collaborated with a, with Nicki Minaj. And yeah, it's not it's not it's not two artists who wanted to collaborate together. It's uh, what if these two artists collaborated together? <laughs> like, yeah. and then like, like you know, some of you might not understand the nuance of that sentence, but there there's very much yeah. there's a world in between that. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like. Yeah, and then like, and then the fact that it's like you know, with all, all of, again, back with like the nonsense of, of our you know Western reaching, uh, Korean artists having to fucking cross paths with even indirectly with issues of, surrounding fucking Takashi Six Nine, the fact that she's the Nicki Minaj's Miss cheerleader for Takashi now, uh, this was like is a whole other thing and like her just starting beefs with random people just because she's you know they beat her on the on the charts there's a whole there's a yeah. Nicki Minaj is is a I don't know I don't know if I would have uh if I was their management if I would have advocated for going forward with this collaboration like so oh, no 100 percent I would have maybe with a I don't know with a different artist <laughs> like with a with a there are, if you could have, maybe you could have scored Cardi B, is what I'm saying. Maybe. You, you always gotta, you always gotta remember, number, numbers is what matters in that industry. It's like, ooh, they got them numbers, though. I, I think their numbers like, are fine. <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but I'll just gotta sit down and listen to the whole album. Uh. That being said, moving forward, uh, I have a couple of tracks. I'll give, okay, I have a couple honorable mentions I'll, I'll, I'll throw out there just to, I'm not going to really get into them, but shout out to uh, Hyorin, uh coming out with basically with a, a sister song uh, of her own, uh, but as a solo artist. Uh, it's a pretty solid song in Bay, uh, Fun Summer Jam uh go check it out you know she looks great the more nicole kirkland choreography which is nice so definitely worth checking out also uh coco uh, with a song with micro dot sugar cake uh which is a nice song i think uh nothing major just a really nice like uh breezy summer coffee shop hit uh and you know micro dot does a fine job uh also full disclosure also full disclosure uh i did help kickstart this uh so if you want if you keep an eye on the the credits you might see a familiar name 
uh, I may have included uh, the podcast name in my credit. So check that out. Um, but yeah, those are a couple of cool tracks, but you know, go check that out. But the main tracks, let's focus on these other tracks. Uh, we have the official full debut of the full official full proper promotional track debut of Luna. Uh, we, I guess the previous track kind of was their pre debut track. Uh, Luna with, uh, you know, coming with their, their debut EP, uh, plus, plus, uh, plus symbol, plus symbol, uh, song high, high as in high, high, you know, uh, it's fun. It's a fun mm-hmm. pop song. Uh, it works really well for kind of the, the, the energy they're going for and the vibe they're going for. Um, the chorus, I think the, the, there's been mixed reactions as far as like the, the hook of the chorus. I like it just fine, but I can definitely see how it might not engage everyone or it might not like, it, it might not, like I can see where where not everyone might might be into it, but uh, or might be disappointed by it. But I I, I like the hook. I like the hook just fine. It kind of had a nice feel to it. Uh, but I think yeah, overall the song is good. It's a solid debut. And like a oh, follow up upbeat. Yeah, because they had their debut track already. Their pre debut debut track was this is uh, now they're finally promoting a track with the with the other. T- this has been a long journey with Luna, but this is the, I guess this is the official promotional singles. And I think it's a good promotional single to kind of like put yeah. the name out there. Uh, and I think it works well. Uh, well what did you think? I, I, I didn't mind it. I like, I liked the energy of the other song a little bit more. Cause I, I, I kind of like those more muted themes. This is definitely has some bubblegum pop theme in it. Um, and I don't know, bubblegum pop just doesn't hit my ear the way it used to right now. Um, yeah. I, I think for me right now, like, in, in a weird comparison that a lot of people can understand is, like, for me, bubblegum pop right now hits me how, like, superhero movies are starting to hit people where it's just <laughs> like, I'm fucking, fucking burnt out. You feel like you've been through a war. You're just like, yeah. I, I can't, I can't go back. <laughs> like, yes. like, I don't want to give a fuck. Uh, like yeah it's just you 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 start to hear that that bubblegum pop and you fucking get ptsd you're just like no yeah no <laughs> no, no yeah but yeah uh, no like when, once i get over that hump it, i like it i do like it um yeah. and and then like you said it's been a journey with luna and i think i think working out the kinks in a bunch of solos as they did in a sense like the the solos and then a grouping solo grouping solo grouping solo grouping um definitely gave you an interest of the ranges that they can do because even thinking back to those those were very drastically different yeah um some of them were a lot more similar um and then even here that other full group song and then this one are so different from each other yeah um so they definitely do things I like and I I think they do things that everybody will like because of the genre and I, I think that's just the right way to do it. So 
yeah. I'm I'm definitely on board with it. Even even for the tracks that I might shy away from a little bit, I I, I understand why you do it. I understand why it has to be done, and I still I still like it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it works well. Uh, I'm looking forward to to what comes from Luna because this is definitely a group. Yeah, they're they. I would say they're they're invested in, but it's almost like they just this is a group that they're just they decided they don't want to dump money onto <laughs> as a project <laughs> because at this point it was really at least I remember there's a headline that uh, at this point they spent close to like I think like close to nine million dollars at this point on them according to a headline, uh, which it helps considering their parent company is an industrial mega corporation that helps with like uh production line like provide other companies with their production lines and like helps with mm-hmm. simulations so they have the money <laughs> they have the money so to throw at this group so it's like you know part of you hears that and thinks how are they going to recoup that and then you realize oh they probably don't want they probably don't care <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what's that? What's that nine million on the budget? It doesn't matter. What's this one billion on the budget? Oh shit! <laughs> like, yeah. like, worry about that. That other thing doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. Like, it's like, uh, fantastic. Uh, but yeah, moving on to another fantastic, another another really nice follow up to a really nice debut. Uh, the group G Idol, Yoja Idol. Uh, this their follow up track, a comeback track, uh, also and I can't re- verified, also written and partially composed by uh, leader Jun Soyeon. Uh, the song called Han, or Alone, uh, and I I really dug it. it this is this mm-hmm. has such a really cool vibe and personality and like mood. Uh, this, this is a nice like like it has a nice attitude uh and i think like where where we talk about like how we're kind of like burnt out on bubblegum pop the the fact that you kind of come to this and you get a nice bit of like attitude from a from a from really you know well put together girl group i'm gonna say this i'm gonna only say this once this this reminds me of 21 at height yeah like (laughs) This reminds me of like 21 when I was super into 21. Like this is that sound that harks back to 21 to me, and and always makes me a little bit cringy when Blackpink do it. Um, this doesn't make me cringy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that. It's just there's a lot of emotions for me with Blackpink. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, so so this definitely grabbed me in a way. I'm yeah. sitting here listening to it. I was just like, it, it really made me think about. 21 like the way the raps are laid out and the raps are kind of sing-songy and kind of follow the same rhythm as the singing like it's, it was like kind of so 21 for me um it was kind of one of the first groups i really enjoyed when they did that so like if they keep if they keep doing more of this i'm definitely gonna gonna like them yeah and it's it's been fascinating to kind of see them kind of capture that sound almost uh Almost on some level, yeah, a little bit better than Blackpink uh, has been able to, and uh, which is of no fault to the members of Blackpink themselves. Mm-mm. Because it's kind of no. like, 
something that's been put upon them. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I see the the. This is like very oddly. Um, we gotta. I don't want to spend fucking hours on this, but like, <laughs> I had this random thought the other day when I was listening to some Blackpink tracks, where I was like, I really fucking feel like, um, coming into training and shit like that for Blackpink. I bet you, because you know how generally, um, if you've watched any like old um Big Bang training training stuff or anything like that they used to use like backstreet boys yeah or like other other groups like give them these songs make them work on these songs and perform them i i swear to god i bet you they made black pink practice with 21 songs uh yeah you know I, what i mean like i actually i think i have this theory that i think black pink's trajectory Early on, especially if you consider like uh, the early how how long ago we we heard word of pig punk, you know mm-hmm. about to debut, and then when it, you know before it even became Blackpink, uh, and how young they were back then. That I think that I think maybe, especially if you kind of consider the fact that uh, there's been even rumors that there was supposed to be a nine member group. Uh, they that that was gonna be the group that debuted. I think that they were going for more, like, sent like pop centric sound, more mm-hmm. than they were going twenty one in their trajectory uh, pre debut. Uh, yeah, and there was gonna be a cuter girl group, like a Mercury. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Group. Uh, and then but but the the thing is, twice happened. <laughs> And then YG saw twice happen, realized he would just be, it would just seem like he was, I don't know, it would seem like he was just following that trend and then just pivoted. <laughs> if it wasn't for well, twice, well, Blackpink would be, would be a completely different group. I feel like there's that too, but I also feel like you, you just use what you have kind of thing. So it's like, and you do what you know. So it's like, it's like probably they were going towards that, but they realized probably either in-house or something, they didn't have anybody that could really make that sound. You know what I mean? Like, and then you see twice and you're like, shit, we really can't do that. You know, like, yeah. like, like we can't, we, we can't do that. Like, we don't know how to do that. Yeah. Um, because they've never been pop, even when they tried to make Big Bang poppy. But I think that's more th- the guys' attitudes. Like they yeah. just they couldn't they couldn't emulate poppy. Um, and I, I just think that's what it was. So then, because because I think the same thing initially was supposed to be with Two Eighty One. Like a lot of early Two Eighty One is kind of poppy, but then like it just turns into like fucking just. Make them do what the boys are doing. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, just yeah. ends up weird. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like I, I almost, it's almost like the reverse with Blackpink, where like now they, they're debuting with this idea of like being like twenty one, but if you actually see their personalities, or it's, it's they have different kind of personalities and like especially yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're like it, it, it's I don't know it, that's what I was kind of been theorizing about them, but. That's Blackpink. 
we're talking about G Idol, and G Idol is is fantastic. I think I'm really looking forward to what they do uh, going forward, especially with how much kind of creative control they're giving the you know Jun Soyeon the leader, uh, and kind of letting her define the group. <laughs> like uh, I guess like uh, and and which granted it's because she's kind of like had you know things like I'm pretty rap star and you know and and all those things uh you know and produce 101 and was able to kind of show has a kind of like had a career trajectory and has a proven record of like being a creative force uh and the fact that cube kind of tends to give the give their artists a little bit of freedom uh so yeah i'm looking forward to um that being said last but not least uh we're going to japan uh Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about speaking of Speaking of four member girl groups that uh, kind of give a, a, a attitudinal hi- uh, hip hop influence pop R and B sound, uh, Fakey, uh, one of my favorite kind of like groups from Japan. <laughs> Oddly enough, the most probably one the, the most crossover ready for for anybody that's getting into that's gotten into K pop uh, to try to get into J pop. Uh, Fakey came out with their newest track and specifically came out with an English version of their track, Bad Things. Uh, and it's kind of nice. It, it's interesting. It's cool. It has a nice attitude to it. It's kind of sexy, you know. Uh, the videos. This really video nice. is straight out of the fucking 90s, though. This yeah. is a fucking Janet Jackson video. <laughs> and, I, I, and I'm in for it. You know, honestly, I'm. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just like. Yeah, I, I got just... mad Janet Jackson vibe off this. I was like, yeah, this is like a, a 90s Janet Jackson video or some yeah. shit. Crank up the, the, the fan, uh, blowing your hair back. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, even God. their style and clothing is like so 90s reminiscent. It's very modern, but it's so 90s reminiscent for me. Yeah. Early aughts. Yeah. And I think I think it works really well, and I think that's part of like what we're, it, it works really well with. Well, yeah, yeah, because well. the the song has that vibe kind of to it too. And I don't, I like I said, I don't mind it. I actually really, really like it. Yeah, but yeah, what, what, yeah. What do you think of the song like overall? Like, uh, like I said, it gives it gives me like this early aughts vibe, but in such a good way. It's like it just reminds me of like the good music of that era like and i just their their voices are so good um like i really like their voices yeah they they have really great solid like vocals and uh they're really talented singers and uh, if anything i wish this showcased a little bit more dancing but then again it would be cut down on the wriggling around on the ground footage yeah and and maybe they're just not the strongest dancers i mean we've seen some videos of them dancing rather well but it also depends on like how long did they spend working on it for that like i I don't always actually i used to always say like you kind of need to dance as an idol but like if that's just not your thing that's just not your thing yeah i think think there might be just this is this is more like focusing on the vibe uh yeah i guess i understand um but it works I think it's really nice, and they all look great, and they all sound great. Um, looking forward to you know getting more fakey uh, as they keep doing their thing. Uh, so yeah, 
Fakie are fantastic. Uh, that, but but that brings us to the end of what's new. Uh, go check out the show notes to for the links all to all the videos. Uh, I always forget to mention that, but yeah, go check out the show notes on the page on halijuku.com or kpoppodcast.com to see the links for all the uh, music videos and the uh, and links to all the headlines over all the articles on our headline segment, which we will transition to right about now. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Headlines, where we talk about topical topics in the world of East Asian pop culture, things that are going on in the world of K-pop and otherwise. Um, let's get down to it. Uh, so for this first headline, this is interesting. Uh, Fox announces Hollywood's K-pop film with Scooter Brown. Uh, Scooter Brown is the guy behind Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, and also represents guys like Psy, and also represents CL for all he's able to do with her, just put, you know, considering YG doesn't let her do anything. Uh, but yeah, K-pop mood movie is reportedly in the works over at Fox, employing some of the biggest talents in South Korea and the U.S. The pitch began with SB Projects, the multimedia company of Scooter Brown, according to a report by Deadline. Uh, the fame manager represents everyone from Justin Bieber to Ariana Grande to Psy, and now his company has sold a pitch to Fox 2000. Uh, the film will reportedly follow an Asian-American college student who winds up as the top competitor on a South Korean K-pop competition show. Before long, they will be battling it out at the highest level alongside other acts in the burgeoning global genre. Uh, the screenplay comes from Elise Hollander. Uh, so far, Hollander's most noted work is a 2016 script called Blonde Ambition, which was meant to be a biopic of Madonna. Universal picked up the script, but it ultimately ended up on Hollywood's infamous blacklist. So, uh, so I, yeah. I, I read this and I see this premise and it just makes me think of like all these other shows that we've seen from Korea itself that have done these things already. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, does a bigger budget help? Because I, I I would assume that they're going to have a bigger budget than some of these other shows who have had these kind of themes, um, maybe not directly, but in a way of like, oh, idols or, or whatever, just any, any of those genres that those fall into. Um, and I, I just, I don't know if I care. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, it doesn't seem like there's, the the premise seems yeah thin, uh, mm-hmm. and this, the the writer <laughs> seems, the uh the scriptwriter <laughs> seems, the, the, I, what, what, like what they they haven't done anything so like the 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 the, the most noted work. Is a script that didn't go anywhere. Yeah. 
Uh, so it just it feels like this is uh, it, it. It doesn't seem like there's much to to be expected from this. Uh, spe- uh, specifically, uh, yeah. According to this, uh, Braun himself has already been named an executive producer. Obviously, he's joined by James Shin, uh, SP Projects Vice, Pre- Vice President of Content Development, and Scott Manson, the company's chief operating officer. Other pro- producers include Joshua Davis, Arthur Spector, and Joshua Bierman, all from SB's Epic Magazine, and John Zazerny uh, uh, from Bellevue Productions for Fox. Aaron Simonoff and uh, Zhao Chen will be on board as producers. Uh, and yeah, just I, I just, I, like, one, I don't, I don't, I, because I don't really know the background shit i don't know who any of these people are so it doesn't it, it doesn't make knows. it mean anymore to me you know what i, I mean I, like i i don't think anybody knows who these people are um oh i know I, i'm sure there's someone who's like oh, I, I know all the executives at fox uh, fucking push their glasses up and uh like i i, I don't know if i give a fuck that much right now with as Maybe for someone who is, is to use a sports odds and ends term, a fly-by-night K-pop fan, maybe something that shows them the background of K-pop will be interesting to them. But, but it'd almost be like, for you, probably watching, and, and for me too, watching like a shitty movie about indie wrestling... Not like the wrestler, which was pretty good, but like, like a shitty movie that that puts only the glit and shine on things, because that's what this is gonna be. There's not gonna be any like actual like bullshit that you know shows the K-pop industry. Yeah, because they're not gonna do that. They're not gonna show a kid sl- sign a slave contract. Yeah. They're not gonna show a kid move into a shitty dorm, like. Right. And share a room with eight other dudes. You know what I mean? Like, they're not gonna show the the the, the extreme dieting and the and uh, oh yeah, yeah. You don't you don't the confiscation of the cell phones and the the uh, and all that and the yeah, like it's it's gonna be fucking. I don't know. It's just like uh, I I just I don't know. It's it's gonna be. I I mean, if it, I I literally just don't know. My brain goes in so many directions, but I don't want it to. So I'm shutting it down every time it has a thought. And like, yeah, this is yeah. It, it's it it. I don't even think this could be. I don't think this is gonna be even bad enough to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's not even, it's not and even, what are you gonna? You're gonna have a, like a, a bunch of just guest stars of people playing themselves as themselves, like yeah. fucking JYP is gonna be like, you got, you got what it takes. Yeah. <laughs> Get your plastic ass pants out of here. Talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> but look forward to that movie by somebody, written by somebody and produced by other people, and yeah. Uh, speaking of JYP, yeah, <laughs> this is a little bit more big time. Uh, kind of a pretty big time. Uh, Jun Somi terminates her contract with JYP Entertainment. Uh, Somi being 
uh, a kind of one of the more big pieces over at JYP, you would yeah. say, uh, because you know she was one. She was the leader of IOI. She was the number one of you know, the number one of uh, Produce One Hundred One. Um, she's kind of had her good trajectory. She's, you know, she has commercial deals and, you know, she was primed to kind of be in that next, you know, once they kind of planned their next girl group, at least the the feeling was that it was going to be built around her. She was, she was, you know, she was the young blue chip talent that they were going to build a new team around. Uh, again, going to sports terms. Uh, Hmm. I was literally, I was literally getting ready to, to yes. <laughs> and you beat me to it. Damn it. <laughs> but Sorry. then I I got stuck on something in this copy that I didn't see before. Yeah. Uh, which I I can't help but not speak about it. Which was like the Shumpi article is like uh, JYP Entertainment re- released a statement on their website <laughs> that reads, "Quote, hello." This is JYP Entertainment. Bitch, we're already on your website. I think we know who you are. <laughs> yes. Uh, JYP, uh, and it goes on. JYP Entertainment has spoken with our artist, John Sami, and came to a mutual agreement to terminate our exclusive contract. We want to sincerely thank our artists and her fans who have been with us till now. Now, thank you. Uh, end quote. End, end quote. Uh, and the part that's missing is the we wish her the best in all her future endeavors. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so okay, what do you what do you make of this, right? Because this is this is rather fluffy, even for a Korean entertainment like contract release, right? There was we we didn't get the the Twitter speculation from the Twitter reporters. Or things like that of bad blood and things like that, and they and they, as it is right now, like I always says, like I always say, the first person to the press kind of writes the story. So what we have right now is, as you put it, this blue chip prospect who comes in, and and I'm just I'm just reading I'm just reading what's on the lines maybe doesn't like what they see, maybe doesn't like what they hear, maybe just there's some element of something that they're not happy with. So they're like, I'm going to take my talents to South Beach. And rather than than having this hustle and tussle and, and, and stuff, JYP seems to just have this statement that's like, things didn't seem to work out. They're an awesome artist. Unfortunately, we weren't able to work together. Now, there are some words in here that that catch my eye other than the uh hello this is jyp entertainment welcome to our house jyp entertainment uh if you didn't know jyp entertainment speaking to you um but there's some other things that catch my eye um the fact that it, it it very specifically says has spoken with our artist and come to a mutual agreement um and then and then in within that same line uh to terminate her exclusive contract yeah so i don't know like that wording is very is very 
is very specific to me as someone wasn't happy yeah. with something that they weren't seeing. Either she wasn't happy with something that she was seeing from them or, or they weren't happy with something that they were seeing from her. Like maybe the other artists that they were trying to put around her weren't gelling together. Um, and they didn't, they didn't maybe have a trajectory designed around making her a solo artist. So they just couldn't come to that agreement on, on do we do you solo or do we spend more money on trying to find more puzzle pieces? Um, since the puzzle pieces we have don't work. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, like, so, and, so this is definitely yeah. interesting. Yeah, and uh, and you could see the if you're watching the video, you already see the headline in the middle of this article, and then I'll go to that headline, which is JYP confirms that they are preparing to debut new girl group wishing Yu Jin. Uh, in the wake of her departure, the agency has confirmed that a new girl group is in the works. Uh, a representative of JYP Entertainment told sports outlets outlets told news outlet Sports Stonga, uh, we are still pre- quote we are still preparing our uh, next girl group, uh, and the preparations are going well. So, and, and to me, I look at that and, you know, talk about how kind of they're in preparations, which is, seems like that, that's a wording that tells me it's, it's still early. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a couple of things that could be a play. I think a big part of it could be that, you know, yeah, she's a blue, pro- a blue chip prospect that they want to build a team around, but that, yeah. that building process looked too slow for her mm-hmm. liking where she's looking at things which is kind of you know if it's weird to say because she's 17 years old but she could see like well like by the time this debuts like because preparations to me means that late 2019 maybe 2020 at that point she's yeah. getting on 19 which is still young, but to her, she could be seeing as well, like, this is my prime early idol group stuff. Like, if I want to properly debut and get into a group, this is my time, prime time to be in the early stages before I, you know, move into the later stages. But if you keep delaying my early stages, what is it going to be? Or even, like, you know, that's a long time to try to, like, you know, hover until you can properly get some you know promotion because like yeah she's been doing things but you know there's only so many variety shows that you could do there's only so many like you know and and commercial deals that are that are going to come your way based solely on that show you did like a a year or two ago um and things are gonna might start drying up so she she may have felt like things needed to be more accelerated or she needed to accelerate things herself or there's also been speculation that a lot of it is also to her dad wanting more you know wanting uh more control or and maybe her parents wanting to build an agency around her for that so there yeah so there there is this thought i had when i just looked her up and realized she she's from north america um To, to think and and more specifically from Canada um, where all of your K-pop idols actually come from uh, <laughs> um, to think that 
maybe the thing is it's more that that North America way of thinking rat or North America Canadian way of thinking of what a singer and an idol is is rather than what it actually is you know what I mean maybe maybe for them in their head like her like you said her parents and her think that that process is faster than what they actually know it to be um and thought that it was more like an American idol or more like uh what with some of these processes that we have in in these regions where person wins a show they go on all these tours do all these daytime tvs and then they have an album out you know like maybe they thought it was on that spin not the okay now you got to train now you got to learn how to dance now you got to learn how to do this now you got to learn how to do that you know what i mean like like you gotta you gotta go in to like you won you won the ability to do basic training (laughs) like like, you're not automatically a navy seal yeah, granted, like, she was already a trainee for, for some time, uh, and that's yeah. why she was on Produce 101, uh, but I think maybe it's, it's, maybe it's a little bit like that, or maybe she wants to, like, not so much accelerate, well, it could also be, like, maybe she doesn't want the things to be faster, but more, like, she doesn't want to, she wants to kind of take control. Again, it, it, there's also the speculation of like you know the parents wanting to cr- craft an agency for her and like do things, and maybe she wants to uh, do a little bit of more active uh, incremental promotion and things like that. I don't know, it's 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 hard to speculate because like it, it, with Somi, she's very hands on and very ambitious. She's very she's very yeah. ambitious because like. She's. I think she still is the only big three trainee to have ever tr- participated in Produce One Hundred and One, and only because she demanded to be be allowed to participate in that first season. Like she's like, I, I, this is what I need. This is a big part for my career, and I mean, no other. I don't think any other JYP artist has been on Produce One Hundred and One. Uh, this other artist that's going to pr- debut around, you know, debut a group around was on Mix Nine, but that's about it. <laughs> like, um, and and you know, same for all the other, other artists. So like, she she was very ambitious, so that could be a, a factor in a lot of it. Uh, where she wants, she she didn't see the timetable lining up right. There's a, there's also the possibility of it including another season of 16 like like uh like they did with twice with like the group she like the show she already participated in once uh and almost got into twice but didn't <laughs> uh before she did produce 101 uh and then she could have seen that on the horizon and who knows like it's it's very it's very easy to speculate but we don't know exactly what uh what could have happened but it's it's very fascinating Uh, yeah uh but that is also not to take anything away from from shiri jin like i i think i don't know hmm. like i don't want to take anything away from anyone by by hard speculating somebody other somebody else's bullshit 
yeah. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with that. <laughs> and I've I've liked a lot of JYP produced girl groups. So yeah, it's just a matter of like, what is the timeline for this group? That yeah. might tell you a lot of what, why you know, no, if knowing the timeline for this group would probably tell you a lot about what Jodonsomi's mindset was. Like, if this is a 2020 group, you know, having to wait and see for two years, that's a long, that's a lot of time in an idol's career to not really do big active promotions. Um, especially, especially with the time, the amount of time she hasn't had at this point, uh, since Produce 101, really. Uh, so we'll have to see. Look forward to the future. Another wait and see uh, thing. Uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, last little kind of fun little uh, headline. Uh, this is, I think we found uh, another fantastic opportunity for a place to stay in Japan. Uh, new sh- social apartment that comes with attached movie theater will open soon in Saitama. Uh, fancy having a private 20 seat cinema at your doorstep? You can get exactly that for an affordable monthly rent of $525. I can afford that rent right now. Uh, renting an apartment in Japan can be expensive. expensive uh, and unless you plan on living with ghosts, quote, there's a link to an article on Rocket News, uh, it's hard to find reasonably cheap accommodation with attached facilities. That's where social apartments come in, proving high qual- providing high-quality shared amenities like stylish kitchens, lounges, where residents can socialize and have fun. Similar to, I guess, you want to kind of similar to a hostel, but more long-term, uh, and with you know your own bedrooms and things like that, like more like share houses. Yeah. So basically, yeah, it's like it, it has this shared house prospect, right? But rather than it kind of being scaled down i guess is the best word to to use it's scaled up right so so you probably have a very small in 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 itself apartment which probably fits mostly a bed and some other amenities and then everything else is scaled up around you so there's a giant lounge that is the kitchen um and has very nice dining style seats as as shown in these uh uh renditions of it um has very nice dining style very college uh style like seating and and things like that and very coffee shop-esque um things uh where they have like very luxury style kitchens um and this whole thing where it's designed to look like a marquee uh outside of the theater and things like that which like then then i wonder what the upkeep amenities are like is that is that really covered in this 500 dollars? because if so all right so there's uh so there's plenty of rooms to choose from for, as a total of 123 studio apartments are available in the five-story complex each ranging from 13.4 to 16.4 square meters or about 44 to 55 square feet uh, yeah, that is not a lot of room. Like, for, for this bed- room that I am is a bit way bigger than that. Yeah. Uh, it's a very small bedroom. But again, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's as your bedroom, not your apartment. 
uh which in, it, it, so uh, two it's two year rent plan varies from 58,000 uh, to 66,000 yen per month uh or 524 to 596 which excludes management fees water and electrical mm. expenses so no no rent controlled water electrically you know that's that's you have to pay more for that uh in management fees so there's probably going to be some ch- costs there but yeah seems like a nice place to stay of course it says to rent to your rent so this is more like this is a nice place to live if you're going to live in japan for a couple of years <laughs> yeah you just you just you just treat it like a vacation property <laughs> you just fan on that shit and then you always have a place to stay when you go to japan exactly um don't do that don't do that people don't listen to me don't do that don't do that to yourself yeah, it's a lot of money <laughs> it's a lot of money Unless if you got that money, all the well, no, no, I just more meant is a lot of money if you live in America and you're playing paying rent for a place in Japan, so that when you go to visit Japan, you have a place to live in Japan. Might as well just. But then that also means you're paying for a place to live in America too. Yeah, might as well just own a place if you got that money. Might as well just own like a house in Tokyo or something like that. It'd be a vacation home. I don't know. I'm just fantasizing here. I'm just fantasizing. Um, I don't know. This is a really cool place. I, I, I'm I'm just. This is. I, I brought this article mainly because I've been. Fan, you know. I'm, I'm still. I'm still thinking and fantasizing about Japan, uh, mm-hmm. and hoping you know for our plans there. Uh, so I'll I'll keep a lookout uh, for more things uh, as we accumulate our things to do in japan uh, things to do places to stay places to eat uh i'll be keeping an eye out if you have places that you recommend throw them our way uh we, obviously this is you know any possible trip is going to take a, a quite a bit of time uh but they're always welcome uh any recommendations places to stay do things to do things to eat people to meet uh places to hang out in uh, are all recommend uh, all welcome re- all recommendations welcome uh yeah that brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Halijuku. okay what's going on in your world not a fucking thing no um sports odds and ends dkg will but uh def- definitely 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 go check out sports odds and ends dot com we just did our um uh in in conjunction with the boys over at dkg which just means with curly because i was already part of one of those so can't be part of both um uh we did our our annual uh fantasy football draft uh which always gets heated always turns into fights and i fucking love it i love how down dirty and gritty we get yeah it's just Uh just good old fun time uh picking real people for for fantasy enjoyment (laughs) um in which we will then then wish their death (laughs) yes 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 because they didn't get me over five point over the average five points that they said they would yes um yeah go check that out on dkgtv.com or at least on twitch.tv slash 
Drunk Kids Gaming, uh, sportsoddsandends.com. Of course, he's a King Kaz. Well, I'm didn't they tell you, don't you know? The show is at Halujuku. Uh, it's Halujuku.com or kpoppodcast.com. is the easier way to share with your friends. Uh, you can see the show notes, all the article links, all the uh, music video links. Check it out there. Uh, we're everywhere you find podcasts. Give it to me straight, Doctor. Uh, we're on YouTube at Rebelli TV. Uh, I think if the, if the things right, very soon in the future, maybe there'll be a reason. Give it, give it, give it to me straight, Doctor. Twitch.tv/slash Rebelli TV. Maybe I'm not in the future, but keep an eye on that. Uh, yeah, check out all the things. Subscribe, like, share, do all the things. Until next time, hasta los huevos. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)